Heavenly Father, we thank you, we give you glory. Let your word bring about liberation. Let those who are lost be found. Those who are in bondage be released. And let those who are at the point of giving up receive strength and hope to press on. Let your word dwell in our hearts richly and bring about a turnaround. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, um, today we are talking about putting evil plantains, evil plantains, and the anchor scripture is Matthew chapter 5, 15, verse 13. That says, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. This is Jesus saying to his disciples that every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. So we notice two things here. We notice that there's a plant that was planted or is planted by the father. God has a plant that he plants. He is responsible for grooming it. And if we have a plant that is planted by the Father, it means we can also have a plant that is not planted by the Father. He is the vine keeper, as scripture says. Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. And God is the vine keeper. That is to say that he plants. And the Bible also says in Matthew chapter 24 to 30 that when men slept, the enemy came to sow or to plant tests. So we get to know that God plants and the enemy or the devil plants. And in Matthew chapter 13, verse 24, there was a parable that was talking about the kingdom of God. And it says the kingdom of God is likened unto this. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came to sow tares. Okay. Now this is what we have to understand. Everything about life is about kingdoms about is about authority and as believers we are in the kingdom of god and in his kingdom there are certain way of life there are certain rights there are certain blessings that come and fall to us by virtue of being in the kingdom likewise the kingdom of darkness is also seeking to what have authority and to extend its territory they realize that there is a competition between light and darkness. Okay. So the enemy came to sow tears when the citizens of the kingdom slept. The evil plantings came about because men slept. They were spiritually 
asleep. That is lack of spiritual sensitivity gave the way for the devil to come in. And there are three questions that I believe if we are able to answer, we are able to understand how these things come about. First thing is, what are these evil plantains? How do we get these plants in our life, these evil plants in our life? And how do we approve them? Because it is not enough to identify them. You need to be able to approach them in the right way. Okay. So these evil plantains or the, the, the plants that are not of God, that finds its way in the life of a believer or in the life of a city, in a city, in a church, in families. What are they? And I wrote something down. Anything that is not of God within our lives, our families, our cities, our churches, hampering the will of God or contending with God's place in our life. Anything that contends with God's place in our life is what we term as evil plantings. That these can be idols that exalt themselves. So I made a, a scenario that I have a mango tree where it's next to an orange tree. But for some reason, mango trees have deep roots that tend to draw a lot of water because of the fruits they make. And for some reason, the mango tree has taken all the water which is affecting the orange tree. Even though they are all in the same location, the mango tree is causing harm to the orange. So the orange tree isn't able to grow. And the funny thing is the grass that surrounds it, they've all died out because the mango tree is hampering the growth. So when we talk about evil planters, there are certain things that come into our life that are deposited in our life, in our families, sometimes in churches, sometimes in the cities and in the country that we find ourselves. Sometimes they can be men that come into our life that delay certain things, prevent us from growing forward, prevent us from seeing the glory of God. The Bible says that when Queen Uzziah died, I, I saw the face of the Lord. So, we need to understand these things. Analyze our life, analyze our cities, your workplace, the things that you go through. What are the things that try to hamper your growth, try to take the place of God? Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Also something says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. That is to say that we were under bondage, but Christ set us free. And he went forward and said something. He says, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. 
So even though we are saved by Christ, the possibility of us also going back into bondage is high. So Paul says something, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And it's a constant effort. Making sure that you do not sleep. Because when you sleep, the devil will come in and so test. And there will be a bondage to you and your family. But I pray that God will bring deliverance. So Matthew chapter 13 verse 28 stresses the fact that it is the enemy that has done that by sowing tests. So whatever that competes, whatever that hampers, whatever that denies growth in your life, it is of the devil. It is of the devil. Matthew chapter 13 realize that the tares grow with the wheat and what they do is they compete for supremacy they compete for 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 nutrient they compete for sustenance so they are going to the, the thick forest, I mean the deep forest, you realize that there are certain trees, they cover up. It's like a canopy. So the little trees cannot have sunlight. And for some reason, they die. See, the tears compete with the wheat. What are the wheat in your life? They are the promises God has given to you. They are the blessings and the gifts God has given to you. It is your birthright. But these things compete with it. They compete with it. And the devil is so wise. The devil is good in sowing desires. See? And these desires, when they come up, they grow into something evil. See? So as I always say, that what are you allowing to dwell in your heart? What are you allowing to dwell in your heart? Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 says, and let the word of God dwell in you richly. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Let the word of God dwell in you what richly. So if the word of God dwells in you richly, what are the things that you do? If the word of God dwells in us richly, what are the, the things that we see? If the word of God dwells in our richly, what are the things that we see? We have wisdom, we're able to have sound teachings, we're able to admonish one another in psalms, in hymns and spiritual songs within our hearts. That is if the word dwells in our hearts. So imagine if the word is not dwelling in your heart as a Christian, as a believer, and other things are dwelling in your heart. means you are what you carry within you are what you carry within Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21 when some of these desires are planted when some of these evil things what they lead to 
scripture says that the acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissension faction and envy drunkenness orgies and the like i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god john 10 10 says that devil comes to steal to kill and to destroy to steal your focus on the will of god steal your focus on performing righteousness in walking in all holiness steal it and you will kill that desire that will draw you to pray to live holy and in that you'll be destroyed by the plantings he has planted one of the signs you realize that you are moving outside the kingdom you are moving outside the will of god is when certain desires start to pop up sometimes these evil plantings are found in families in certain cities there's a certain city you go into a certain country you go into i don't want to mention certain places but you realize that there's something that goes on there either people live an immoral life as young as 15 16 they have i mean teenage pregnancies all around for some reason you find people jumping from one place to another marriages do not stand there's a planting of the devil there something went wrong some time back there was an opening that the enemy used and the enemy had a foothold so how does the devil get this foothold into cities into churches into families and into our lives as i said yesterday through disobedience whenever we disobey the voice of god we go contrary to what god is saying the enemy has access the fall of adam gave the right of sin and death to reign sin disobeying god's will it creates a good platform for the devil to come in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. The Bible says, People who conceal their sins will not prosper. But if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. They will receive mercy. So when we sin by disobeying God and we don't confess them, we don't come before God and tell the father the father we have wrongly have mercy on us the enemy will always capitalize on that so you realize that it will become guilt and the enemy knows how to play with this with guilt play with it and if this sin keeps on going it attracts evil spirit that is the where where the stage where a sin turns into a, a repeating cycle that is 
an evil spirit or a demon has taken over so it becomes very hard for you to break away from it that's why addictions are very hard but because christ jesus the bible says christ came to destroy the activities of darkness we have hope we have hope so anything that is ungodly any sin that you go through you need to confess it come to the father the lost prayer jesus said hallowed be thy name cannot come in when thou forgive us our sins as we forgive others so you should live a life that is holy all the time how do these plantings come about or how does the enemy has access or have access into our life into our cities through ignorance ignorance Uzziah chapter 4 verse 6 scripture says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they have rejected knowledge i will also reject them that thou shalt be no priest to me seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy god i will forget thy children hosea chapter 4 verse 6 so distraction comes about when we have no knowledge of god in us we get into corruption when we lack the word of god in our life as believers we need to know as i said earlier we have been redeemed from one kingdom into another kingdom so you need to know how that kingdom functions you need to know how that kingdom is able to maintain peace so when you come to america america has certain security um agencies that keep them safe they have certain laws that keep them safe that protect anyone who comes there so if you are a citizen of america or if you're a citizen of any country you need to know what that country lives by the code of ethics so as a christian as a believer you don't need to be ignorant of what your father has willed to you you don't need you need to know the truth the bible says you know the truth and the truth will set you free so when the devil comes when the devil does he throws a ball into your court sometimes you throw fear and when you receive the fear you try to bring suggestions and when you receive the suggestions it develops into certain desires you chose arrows of fear and once you allow it and you don't reject it knowing the truth saying that his word says he has not given you the spirit of fear and once it comes like that you receive it you realize that it begins it becomes a seed it grows it takes root becomes very serious becomes a plant it becomes a tree it breaks out and starts bearing fruit and when it's fully much that is where you find depression and those things coming in but if you know the word if you know who you are you need to spend time studying the word i've always been saying we've spent close to 30 years depending on the age range but i believe we spent 
most of our years learning how to live in this world, studying, learning algebra, learning science, um, titration, pie bonds, all these things, how to cook, fine, it is good. But what is God saying concerning your life in his word? You used to be in the world, but because of grace, we were redeemed. So as we have been redeemed, there's a new set of rules of engagement that applies to you. But the question is, if you don't know the set of standards or the framework for the kingdom of God for you, the devil will come after you because of that ignorance and you will do certain things in your life, in your family, in your workplace, in your marriage. But you need to stand your ground and tell the devil enough is enough. You have no legal rights. See, it's all about legalities. The devil is legal. God is legal. Man is is the only being that has this command and gave man the dominion for a spirit to have access into this world he needs a man that is why the holy spirit needs mary for christ jesus that is the word to come in likewise evil spirits demons warlocks witches i mean also the spirit needs man so the man of god that was filled with legion the bible says when jesus was about to cast them out they asked can you send us into the pig because we want to stay in this realm to cause evil to plant evil so you need to update yourself like the way we update our uh, uh, WhatsApp, we update our uh, Facebook, we update uh, in, uh, our phones, our laptops to meet up with the current uh, updates. That's the same way we need to update ourselves with the Word of God. Every stage that you find yourself, every day you move into, every month you move into, any place you move into, you need to update yourself with the Word of God. What does the word of God say concerning this? Because the devil is roaring like a lion, seeking to devour. The devil is not giving up. Yesterday I said something. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, devils, rulers of darkness in high places. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 downwards. And I highlighted something. We wrestle. We wrestle. It is a wrestling that we are doing. Christ has already defeated them. And he wants us to enforce the victory. And the devil will not back down if you don't enforce victory. In wrestling, you realize that people, I mean, two men or two women, will try to what? I mean, push each other down. 
mean, you see, they'll throw each other to the next champion around here and there. It will be nasty. But the one who's able to pin the other down has the victory. But the problem that we have, the necessary weapons that we need to be able to pin down the enemy, to approach evil plantings in our life containing the word of God, we don't know because we are ignorant. How do we approach it? Colossians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. We will enter into prayer. Colossians chapter 3, chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. The Bible says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. All the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bringing it into captivity to the obedience of Christ. These are the things you should note. Although we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. The people that we are contending with, there is a spirit behind the scene. That which that is contending, that is sowing discord, there's a spirit, there's a craft that is containing some spirit that she is using to manipulate certain destinies. And until you move from the flesh and you move into the spirit and deal with it, you cannot. You don't need to fight them face to face. Paul says something. For the weapons of our warfare, do not this. God has given us weapons of warfare. You need to know that. If you are ignorant of the weapons of warfare, you can never approach the evil planters. And these weapons of warfare are only effective in the spirit. So it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You cannot live a carnal life and expect to have authority over certain things. You cannot continue living an unholy life and expect to have certain authority over certain things. No, it doesn't work like that. That is the hard truth. You need to live a spirit-filled life. The Bible says Jesus was filled with the Spirit. Stephen was full of the Spirit. Paul was full of the Spirit. And in the end times, the Bible says he has poured out his Spirit upon all flesh. So God has given us weapons of warfare. And it is our responsibility to make use of it. The devil knows that we have these weapons. So he will always try to cause us not to have that desire to sit behind his word and to study the word. So we are in a generation where men and women and Christians don't love to study the word. 
you love to hear somebody preaching. But do you have a personal study guide? If models, if 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 fitness coaches, if gym men and women have a specialized diet that they go on to maintain that figure, I believe Christians will also have to go on a spiritual diet. You set goals that your short term, your mid term, your long term, how you want your life to to come out. You are going to take time. Within five years, I want to dedicate myself five years. I'm setting myself five years. Study the word. Get to know what God says concerning your life. And and use the weapons to deal with certain things. You know the planting in your background that men at a particular age after marrying is either they mess up they teach on their wife or they die before their time a planting in your family where men and women get to a particular level and they lose everything they have worked for they get married and they don't give back they are plantings of the enemy and if you don't get to know the weapons that deal and approach with it you will stay under the influence of the devil ignorance as i said is a way of the enemy to have legal hold over your life not knowing the right weapon to use at, the, at that particular time give you the picture that you need so one you don't need to fight by being carnal you have to be spiritual to uproot the evil planted that is why i enjoy fasting there are certain things jesus said this kind go and not unless we're fasting and prayer you know that addiction that you are dealing with you need to go on a fast kill that desire there's a desire that is in you that is causing you to do certain things this all starts with the desire it's either the desire is towards god or it's towards the devil either ways there's a desire and in fact what you do is you humble yourself you kill the desires and it gives way for the spirit to have mastery your body humbles itself and your spirit becomes strong and as you feed on a way as you meditate as you think about it as you confess the word as you pray with the word your spirit gains momentum and gains strength it's like you are dimming your spirit most of us our spirit is very lean we need to exercise our spirit build our faith next thing is you need to be in God to be able to approve that evil planting. You need to be in God. And it's sad that we have believers that they come to church, they receive deliverance, after that they run out and they go mess up and when the issue starts coming up, they come back and they expect 
things to be the same. The Bible says when a demon is cast out, it goes to the right grounds, looking for places, and it comes back to its former place. That is wherever it was casted out. So when it comes in that place is swept clean in order and there's nothing there, it's like wow, this place looks better than the last time I was here. Let me go and find seven top class model demons who are dripping in swag and they have the perfect skin to color and they ride in the Lamborghinis and let them come to my former place so that we can cause havoc you see so you need to be in God outside of Christ outside of God there's distraction peace can only be found in Christ Jesus security is always found in God when you move outside there's darkness Isaiah 60 says darkness covers the earth and deep darkness the people so you need to be in God allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in you I believe I don't know if the doctors might correct me if I'm wrong if you have a strong antigen and antibody and something comes into your body a virus or something if you have a good antibody and reacts towards it and it fights it I'm even told I mean, with the vaccination and everything if you start getting reactions it means your, your antibodies are reacting and you are strong so imagine you are not in Christ you are spiritually asleep I mean any see the enemy souls you don't react your spirit is dead you can't you can't do with it when you speak you don't carry the power so the scripture says the weapons of our warfare they are not carnal but they are mighty in God so you should be in God to be able to use the weapons that God has given to you you can't be outside God and use the weapons know that the prescription to using the weapons of warfare is only when you abide in God and you submit to his authority James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 I believe once we have the understanding there is nothing that we cannot approach there is nothing that we cannot deal with as a child of God you need to go into a city you need to go to a workplace you need to enter into a house and if there's any evil dealings and operations of the devil by your understanding and by your position in Christ Jesus you should be able to cast and approach that evil out of that place it is not the apostles the teachers the prophets it is you he said to them that believed in the power believed in what? in the word James chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 how do we approach these evil plantains therefore submit to God and as you submit to God resist the devil and he will flee 
draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So, how do we approach them? One, submit your entire body and will to God, that he is Lord over your life. Do establish a deeper relationship with God. It shouldn't be that you came to God for a reason, and after that, you thank God and you go about what you are doing. As I said, when a demon is cast out, he goes out and it comes back to its former place looking. So once it comes back and it realizes it is empty, it will bring eight, seven, and it becomes eight, a new beginning. Eight stands for new beginnings. It will start something new. So if it was fear, once fear is casted out of you and you don't feel that place where the word of God and the spirit of God doesn't take over your life and you submit under God, what happens is when fear goes, probably maybe the next one that will come, it might be fear, it might be fornication, it might be other things. So establish a deeper relationship with God. Three, sanctification and consecration. Live a pure life. Set yourself apart. What are you looking at? What are you hearing? What, what are you thinking about? As a child of God, there are certain things you need to, you need to be mindful of. You don't want to contaminate yourself. And the last one, stay focused on Jesus and let the word lead. And let the word lead. And let the word lead. Amen. And amen. I pray that by reason of this word, you will be liberated in the name of Jesus. I 